Hello and welcome to a brand new season of the Bonus Points podcast. Alan joins you once again. Good to be back. Uh, with the new Premier League season just one day away, Alan and I discuss our final FPL draft, reveal our season predictions and reveal our fancy fight predictions for game one. So Alan, let's kick things off. Who have you gone for in your team? Yeah, so I've set up my team to use the wildcard in game week four probably. I think basically every season in fantasy Premier League uh, since I've been taking it seriously. So since like 2014, 15, I've used my wildcard in the first four game weeks. And I don't know, I kind of like that option because it lets you, um, you know, there's a few transfers that are made a bit after the Premier League season starts of big players. And this season it will be Lukaku, it seems, and maybe came to Man City. So it lets you, yeah, bring those players in before they explode and score loads of goals or they just become so heavily uh, owned that they just become out of your price reach so that's my main reason for doing that it also lets you just pick a team based on the first four fixtures instead of trying to you know look throughout the whole season so that's my reasoning for using wildcard probably game week four so firstly in defense I've gone double Brighton Sanchez and Veltman who play Burnley um, they're both 4.5 million and they have great opening fixtures. And last season, I'm pretty sure everyone knows this by now, but Brighton had unbelievable uh, defensive stats. They actually had the third lowest XG against. Yeah. They even, even Man United had a higher XG against than them. So obviously they didn't keep as many clean sheets as Man United did. But if they keep up that form from last season, then I'm sure they're going to, um, yeah. Get a few more points than they did last season, especially because I don't know. I feel like he's kind of he. What is this? His third season now at Brighton, or is this yeah. second? Third, yeah. So I feel like they've yeah, they're going to click a bit better. I know they've lost Ben White, but yeah, I think if if Dunk left, I think that would be the main problem. I think White's still a great player, obviously, but I think Dunk's a leader. So yeah, that's my reason for getting those two and four point five million as well. It's a great price. You can't really go wrong. Then Luke Shaw versus Leeds. I was kind of surprised when I saw this, but he's the highest selected player in the game at 54.7%, which is, I, I, I don't know, has there ever been a time where a defender has been the highest selected player? Maybe Trent when he was going off like a few seasons ago, but it's, uh, yeah. that's pretty mad. So. Think, yeah, I think um, people have just got that Euro fever with Luke Shaw still, haven't they? Because he was so highly owned in yeah, the Euro. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, um, and he was fantasy. great. But he was also yeah. great last season with Man United as well. So I don't think it's a bad option having him in your team. Honestly, I think he's probably, yeah, one of the best options you can choose because he's sure. only 5.5 million as well, isn't he? He's, mm. Is that 2 million probably. cheaper than Trent? Or 1.5 yeah. million cheaper than Trent? And yeah, he's million. up basically the same attacking numbers as him last season. So, yeah, I think he's a nailed on for me. And I, I've wrote here that I think I probably have him for the whole season. I think he's just that player that, unless he gets injured, he'll stay in the team for the whole season. I agree. So then I've got a bit of a punt. He's got high ownership now, but um, Simakis, the Liverpool left-back. So Robertson got a minor injury, didn't he, in, the, in one of the warm-up friendly games. And it's going to be out for, it seems like, at least the first four fixtures. So that's perfect for me because yeah. I'll just be using my wildcard then anyway. And yeah. Um, Samakis had great attack, uh, att attacking statistics when he was at Olympiacos in the Champions League. He was like putting in more crosses than yeah, a ton of well-known good players. 
Um, and that was playing for Olympiacos as well. So obviously not the greatest standard. Um, <laughs> and he's also had two assists in pre-season. So I think, yeah, I think he's a good way of getting into the Liverpool defence for cheap. Lastly, my other starting defender is Matty Cash v Watford. Um, Villa's first three opening fixtures are really good. And I think they have great potential to keep a clean sheet. They do have a swing after game week three, game week four onwards of really, I don't know how long it goes on for. Let me just get up the fantasy in front of me. Um, up to game week nine, really. It's yeah, tough. yeah, exactly. They have Chelsea, Everton, Man United and Tottenham. So, yeah. But like I said, using wildcard game week four, so that's all fine. I'll get him out. And yeah, it was just a toss up between cash and target. Honestly, I had no real reason why I picked cash. Um, I had target last season, so I was like, why not? I have cash this season. So, yeah. Very insightful there. No statistics, just like, yeah, I had one player last season, so I have the other this season. <laughs> um, Got to change it up, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get boring otherwise. So in midfield, I've gone double Liverpool of Mane and Salah versus Norwich. Again, they have, yeah, it is brave. And again, they have a good opening few fixtures. It's a bit of a gamble having two 12 million plus midfielders from the same, same team, but I think Mane is a great differential. He's only on 4.5% ownership at the moment. So, and we all know, like, on his day, Mane can easily outscore Salah. And I'm still riding yeah. on the high of having Mane last game week of the season. Yeah, you uh, jammy bastard. Twice. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I captained him, but yeah, he got me a lot of points. So, yeah. And then, obviously, Salah, he was always going to be in my team. I think he was the first player in my, in my uh, fantasy draft. And he'll have the armband against Norwich away I don't think you should overthink it and just slap it on him and then my other two midfielders are Fernandez versus Leeds like Salah there's nothing really much to say apart from I think he's gonna have another great season and he was him and Salah were the yeah the two first players in my fancy draft and then Ben Rama so it was between him and Emi Brendia. Um, and I went with Ben Rama in the end just because of two reasons one was not wanting to triple up on Villa just because it's a little bit risky if they lose two of the three games or draw two yeah. of the three games, uh, get minimal points with a triple up. And yeah, and Ben Ram is also 0.5 million cheaper than Buendia. So it's, it's, worth a, it's worth a punt. And he's also been doing really well in preseason. So, and he, he is a great player. I think he just, yeah, he was a bit, he was a bit off the boil, wasn't he, last season? But he did. Yeah. I was surprised to see that I believe he's he's around last season. He got, I think, seven or six assists and he was like per 90, assists per 90. He was in the top six, I think, in the Prem. So yeah, Surprising. Yeah. He's... So hopefully he can recreate that form and hopefully he'll be starting a few more games. And then... Yeah, I agree. I, I back what you've just said. I, I, I like Ben Rama. He's always been so talented at Brentford. Yeah. It was unbelievable this in the season. Uh, prior to when West Ham bought him and uh, yeah I think oh, I look, a few people like in the FPL community certainly on Twitter and on YouTube and whatnot have been raving about Ben Rama yeah yeah I think he's a good shout and like I said West Ham's opening fixture is Newcastle and then they've got Leicester which is not the greatest game but then three and four is Crystal Palace and Southampton so they're nice fixtures yeah. the Leicester game is at home so and Leicester are missing a few key players aren't they Fafana and Evans in defence. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate with Fafana, isn't it? Yeah. That injury. Oh, man, Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I was gutted because I was going to 
have him in my yeah, team same, potentially because yeah. he's only four and a half mil, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a shame, but it is what it is. And then anyway, so moving to up front, I've gone with Antonio and Ings. Antonio v Newcastle, as we touched upon, and Ings has got Watford. Yeah, they both have great opening fixtures and are Premier League proven. So that's why I've gone for them. You know, they, they score goals in the Prem. And I think Ings is going to have a really good, if he uh, doesn't get injured, I think he'll have a great season. I think he has a good opportunity to score at least. Well, how many goals did he score last season? Because I reckon he could hit 20 this season, possibly, if he if he stays fit. He got 12 season. last season. 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely possible. But, um, it is ugly, yeah. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, that's my reason for going to, for those two. When when I use the wild card, uh, I, I might keep one of them. But well, Ings mm. will definitely be gone. Be gone for the for yeah. those harder fixtures. I might keep Antonio, but then Lukaku will definitely be coming in. I've just that's certain for me. And then we'll see if Kane goes Man City. We'll see what happens there because if he stays at Tottenham, I'm not sure if he's gonna be like. I don't know where his head's gonna be at. If you see what I mean, I'm not sure if he'll be. Yeah, able to I totally agree. I might if, so. if yeah if Kane stays at Spurs. I might steer clear from yeah. him, to be honest. Certainly for the first few games, I don't. I won't put him in straight away because yeah. there's no way, as you just touched upon, Alan, There's no way his head his headspace will be at the London Stadium, in my opinion. Yeah, so that's that's my reason for those two up front, and then on my bench, they're all yeah the cheapest players you can get. So I've got Foster, <laughs> um, Amati, Obafemi, and Brownhill. Amati and Brownhill. Uh, should should play the f- the games, or at least for Amati, he should play the first few while Evans comes back from injury. So and he's four million, so it's not a good. Uh, no, it is a good way to get into the yeah. as the defense and then Brownhill. Yeah, it's either hit between him or like Eves Basuma or something like that. Brownhill's a bit more attacking, so but he's going to be on the bench half the time, so it doesn't really matter. And yeah, that's my team. I've got one point five million in the bank at the moment, mainly holding it on for I think in game week three. When Liverpool play Chelsea, I'm going to get rid of Mane and then bring in another, yeah. like a Mares or someone like that. Let's see, maybe a Grealish. I'm not sure who Man City play in game week three, but yeah, I definitely don't want to triple up on Liverpool assets when they play Chelsea. So yeah, that's what my team is looking like at the moment. What's your team looking like, Philby? Yeah, and it's nicely summed up, to be fair, mate. Um, <laughs> you've done a lot of talking for me because we have <laughs> kind of similar players. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just start from the keeper and then onto the defence, just as you did. Uh, so I've gone for Jordan Pickford in goal. Obviously, he was class in the Euros for England, as we all know. But uh, he's had a doggy pre-season, <laughs> as always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Emerson, as an H. That error against Man U was a foot balmy. Let's just say that. <laughs> balmy. So, um, yeah, I've gone for Pickford in, in there. I mean, Southampton at home on the opening day. I don't really fancy Southampton to do that well this season. Obviously, they've lost their main talisman, Danny Ings. And then they've got Leeds, Brighton and Burnley. I mean, that's relatively kind opening fixtures, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Ever- Everton did well at the start of last season too. I'm pretty sure they were top after six yeah, that's or seven true. games. Yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah. So I've just... Oh, that's why I've gone for Pickford. Nothing more, nothing less, really. I mean, he's—I think he's five million as well, five and a half mil. Um, so relatively cheap, five million is compared to some of the other goalkeepers. Yeah. So then I've gone for my defence is Ben Chilwell, six million. Um, I'm just literally going to transfer him out. I'm pretty sure after the first game of the season. I mean, I could go with someone else, but I just fancy Chelsea to be looking key against uh, Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace. Um, I'm not really too sure how Palace are going to be this season. 
So I think that's kind of like a no-brainer having a Chelsea defender for that game. They're so solid at the back now under two cool. Yeah. Um, and then I've gone for Luke Shaw. I mean, you explained that really. I don't need to go into any more detail. Ben White, uh, four and a half million. I mean, I, I've always rated Ben White, even at Leeds, although he was so good. I think Arsenal got a good uh, centre back there. And then Alexander Arnold. And now I did have Robertson to begin with because he was 0.5 million cheaper. But of course, he's out for a month, as you touched upon. So I decided to get Trent. And plus, I've never really owned Trent in fantasy. He always, obviously, always does well. Just so good going forward, isn't he? Yeah. So again, that kind of picks it, especially as they got Norwich away. I mean, Liverpool always smack Norwich, don't they? I'm just <laughs> thinking about the Suarez days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, on to the midfield now. So I'm going to captain Mo Salah. As you said, just don't overthink it. Pretty straightforward, isn't it? That one, Anna. Yeah. Yeah, and then I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. You can't not have him. I mean, I know he didn't do that great in the Euros, but for United, he's a different player, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. He scored a really good goal in the preseason, didn't he, against Everton the other day? The free kick, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And then, um, so I've gone for Harvey Barnes and Emiliano Buendia. I mean... Harvey Barnes was so good last season up until the injury, which was so unfortunate because I actually backed him to make the uh, England Euro squad. Just a, just a bit of a shame about the injury. And then Buendia, I mean, he's just I think he's so, so good. For Norwich, he was unbelievable in both seasons in the Championship and in the Premier League when they had the season there. And at only six and a half million, relatively cheap, isn't he? You know, kind of almost like a good differential. I think he's only owned by about um, 6% of players as well. And then moving on to the forwards, I've gone for the Villa double up. I've gone for Danny Ings, eight million, a tad on the expensive side, but he's a proven goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to play now in the middle. Um, I did have Watkins to begin with, but people are saying now that Watkins is going to play left wing. I don't think Villa are going to play two up front. So I went for Ings really. And then, like you, Antonio, I mean, I back West Ham to do well again this season. They're just a solid all round team, aren't they? David Moyes is. It's got them playing some good football. And with that first game against Newcastle, I think the St. James crowd are going to be up against their team, you know, booing Steve Bruce. I read somewhere that um, he's going to get a new contract as well, Steve Bruce. So I can't see, can't see that can't see that first game going too well for Newcastle. And I back Antonio to score in that one. And then um, my substitutes, just same, same thinking as you really, relatively cheap players. Ben Foster, I think everyone's got him as their subkeeper. He's only about 27.5%. Development of Brighton. Brighton, as you said, Alan, like they're always solid, aren't they? Yeah. They always keep being cheese. And then I've gone for the new Watford striker, Dennis, Emmanuel Dennis, pretty sure. I mean, he he scored um, I think he scored a brace away at Real Madrid in the Champions League for with Club Rouge last season. Sure. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think he, I think he'll get some minutes for Watford. He might not start straight away. I think they'll go with Deeney, of course. But um, he's, I don't know. He's he's not too bad. He's, he's a good player, isn't he? And then I've gone for Bissouma, just four and a half million, just to take up um the final spot in the team, really. And um, quite interesting that um, so compared to this this draft, my final draft compared to my first draft, I've had, I've got eight players the same, but it's almost like 11 because as I just mentioned I had Robertson but then and I've now got Trent Madison I had to begin with now I've got Harvey Barnes and then I had Watkins as I mentioned and now I've got yeah. Danny Ings so there's a lot of similarities there to be fair but yeah should we talk about our uh, season predictions then yeah let's go for it should I go first 
Yeah, you go for it. All right, so for the title, I'm going with Chelsea. I think Lukaku just adds, he's just like the final piece of the puzzle they need, really. They just always mm-hmm. needed a striker that scores goals, and he's that one. If Man City get Kane, then maybe it's a different story. But for now, I think the title will go to Chelsea. And then my top four is Man City, United and Liverpool. Not in any order, but I think I kind of, you know, when we had the big top four for a few seasons, like back in the early two or late 2000s, it was always yeah. Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea and Arsenal. I think that we might have another one, kind of that, kind of like that, but with Chelsea, City, United and Liverpool this time. Yeah, who who did you go for for the title on top four? Uh, yeah, so title winners, I've gone for Manchester City. I mean, I know they looked a bit dodgy against Leicester in the Community Shield, but they had a kind of weak team. It's hard to read read into that. Yeah. You have to back Man City. What they won five of the last ten titles. <laughs> so, and they've obviously signed Grealish, hundred million, which is just absurd. If you think about it, yeah, it's ridiculous. I remember. Five, six, seven years ago, he was on loan in Notts County. <laughs> <laughs> and then top four, obviously City, Chelsea, United, and Liverpool. I think Liverpool take the final four spot. Um, and then who have you gone to to get relegated then? Gone yeah, to- so I've gone with two of the newly promoted teams, Norwich and Brentford. Norwich are just a massive yo-yo club. And Brentford, <laughs> I, I like Brentford and I like what they do, but I just don't think they have a strong enough squad for the Premier League. And then yeah, for me, the third team going down is Palace. Uh, yeah, I just I just don't rate Vieira. He's not he's not got a good CV, and um, they've made some okay signings, I guess, but none of them are prem proven. So, like they signed Mark Guy or Gui, however I don't know how you say his surname, and um, uh, the who's the Reading guy called again? What's his name? Michael Elise. Yeah, Elise. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, of course they they they've they're proven in the championship, but. Not in the Prem. So let's see. That's my three. Yeah. I, I've gone for, uh, like you, Norwich and Brentford. I think Brentford are going to play expansive football as they've always done under Thomas Frank, but they don't have any depth, really, do they? It's such a small club. It'll be crazy if they manage to stay up. And then Norwich, I mean, they completely changed how they played last season. They were quite, def- not defensive, but they, they were more solid at the, at the back in the championship compared to what they were in the prior season when they were in the Prem and then the one before that when they actually won the championship again. They played really expansive football and just tried to outscore opponents. So I think Norwich might might be a bit different this season, but I don't know. It's just they don't really have, you know, the financial backing, do they? So I think that kind of writes itself, to be honest. And then my final prediction for relegation, I've gone with Southampton. I mean, they haven't signed anyone. They've had a, I mean, they've just, Pretty poor, aren't they? I mean, they got Ralph Hasselhoff was a quality manager, but I think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with the ownership. I was reading somewhere, um, and they signed Adam Armstrong. I think, I think it was yesterday from Blackburn. He's had one good season in his whole career. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, that's so that's who I've gone for. And then top goal scorer, I've gone for Mohamed Salah. I mean, you just know he's going to get like 20 goals, don't you? Really? Who have you gone for? Yeah. yeah, I've gone for Lukaku. It's a little bit of a risk because I think. He'll miss a few of the opening games, obviously. Well, he hasn't even signed yet, so he's definitely going to miss the first game of the season. Um, yeah. And obviously, they usually like to... Big teams, like, they don't usually put players straight into the squad. They usually ease them in. So it wouldn't mm. surprise me if he doesn't start playing consistently until about maybe after the summer. 
uh, the not the summer, the um, first international break. So, yeah, but I think he scores at least twenty plus goals this season in the Prem. It wouldn't even surprise me if he goes twenty five plus. So that's Jeez, my reason really? for going him. Yeah, honestly, I he, for me he's top three strikers in the world. Kane, yeah, Le, well yeah, Lewandowski we... first, Kane, then Lukaku. If we're not counting Messi and Ronaldo as strikers, I I guess you could. Yeah, but no, I, I think maybe he's better than Ronaldo now. Anyway, obviously Ronaldo's a great yeah. player, but he's getting older, isn't he? Lukaku's at his peak, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, a top assister. I've gone for Super Jackie Grealish. Bit of a wild card, but you just know that he's gonna be. He's in that city team, and they just create chances galore. I mean, De Bruyne is out, isn't he? So I think Grealish will, will play pretty much. It will, well, he will start every game. I, I think for the certainly at the, at the beginning of the season, he might get rotated over like, the Christmas period when the fixtures come thick and fast. But I, I can see him getting top top assister. Who have you gone for? Yeah, so I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Nice. Yeah, I, I think he's always up there on the assist charts, isn't he? He's always at least mm. in the top five assisters. And yeah, I think he'll have another great season. Yeah, so that's a great reason for going for him. I think Grealish is a really good shout, though, just because, like you said, De Bruyne's injured, Foden's also injured. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he, yeah. he will be nailed on. And yeah, he's obviously going to have a great season, let's be honest. So if he's yeah. putting the numbers that he's uh, the underlying numbers he's getting at Aston Villa, mm. surely he's going to get like twenty five percent more at Man City just because he's around better players. Yeah, um, no, yeah. hit on the head there. I can see him getting a 15, 15 assists this season. And he's so good at winning penalties as well, and of course on fantasy yeah. that you get an assist for that, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's a good segue then into my player of the season. Mitchell, you just mentioned him there. I think Bruno Fernandes is going to get player of the season. Um, I think he's just so good, isn't he, for United? He just works well in that system for that team. Yeah. he's He was unlucky not to win it last season. Some people had him down as, as favourite, didn't they? Um, yeah, who have you gone for? Yeah, so I've gone for Lukaku again, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> if, what, if Chelsea win the title and if like I think he's going to finish top goal scorer, then I think it will be him just because of that. Yeah, honestly, I, I think he's going to absolutely blow the Premier League away. I'm looking forward to having him as a fantasy asset, but not as a non-Chelsea fan. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to transfer Lukaku in, I think, straight away as soon as, as, soon as he starts playing. <laughs> yeah. Too good, really, isn't he? Not too. And then, um, so who have you gone for for your fantasy asset of the season? Yeah, so I think what we're doing with this award is we're going to say they have to be like, you know, under 8 million or something like that, a relatively yeah. mid-priced player. So I've gone with Rafinha. I love Rafinha so much. He's a joy to watch. And uh, it, it, he's not, maybe not the, or at least last season, he maybe wasn't the most consistent fantasy asset, but for his price, 6.5 million. I think, yeah, I think he's going to get... Can't go wrong, can you? Yeah, he got 133 points last season. Pretty mm. sure he didn't start the season as well because he just signed, didn't he? So um, yeah, I think I right. think he'll get more points than that. And also, it's his second year with Bielsa, so he's obviously, you know, a, they say that <laughs> Bielsa's, you know, tactics and everything it takes a while to get used to. So mm. I feel I feel yeah, like I think he'll have a big him. season this one. Uh, this this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think he'll have a really good season too. He was so good, like towards the back, the back end of the season, wasn't he? Yeah. And um, I was watching a, a fantasy uh, YouTuber. And he was saying that Rafinha's 
underlying stats and metrics are so good for the price point, like by far the best. I'm sure you know about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for my uh, asset of the season, I've kind of got two players. So I've gone for Wendia, the Villa, 14 goals, 15 assists for Norwich in the championship last season. Uh, now he's an Argentinian international. I think he's amazing. He's created so many chances. And Harvey Barnes, I, I rate him highly. I think he's a quality player. So I don't know. I, I think it'd be one of those two that that for me, I think. And they're both going to get like over 130, 140 points for me. Both class players in very attacking and creative teams. So yeah, let's talk about the fantasy fives there. Um, okay. So I'll just like quickly run over the rules. So it's a 40 million budget. You can't have uh, more than one player from the same team, and you must have either a one goalkeeper or a defender, and then two midfielders and two strikers. So, uh, Alan, who have you elected to pick then? Yeah, so I've gone for Amati versus Wolves, mainly just because he frees up a lot of fun- funds. He's four million. Not sure how Wolves are going to play this season, but I think Leicester have a good chance of keeping a clean sheet. So, yeah, four million for Amati. In midfield, I've gone with Salah and Greenwood. I don't think there's much to explain about why I picked Salah. Greenwood, I've gone for him because, yeah, he's, he's a cheap option in the Man United midfield. I think he's going to start because of Cavani being injured and Martial only just coming back from injury. Actually, Greenwood just came back from injury as well, to be honest. But, yeah, I'm hoping he starts. 7.5 yeah. million for him. Good up, up front, I've gone for Ings versus Watford. 8 million. Um, I think, yeah, Ings will hit the ground running at Aston Villa. and. At his price point, I think he's the best option, 8 million. I don't think anyone will outscore him. And then lastly, I've gone for Che Adams versus Everton. Bit of a punt. I did want Antonio, but unfortunately, you've got him. So, yeah, and Southampton don't look great, but also Everton haven't looked great in pre-season. So that's why I've gone for him. And that all totals to 39 million. Who have you picked, Philby? Nice. So I've gone for Ben Chilwell. As uh, Chelsea come up against Palace, I mean, I think kind of a no-brainer there. A bit on the expensive side of six million, but I back them to keep a clean sheet. Palace, you know, un- pretty unknown manager, really. Only inexperienced, I should say, very inexperienced manager. And then I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Uh, he always does well against Leeds, doesn't he? And Man United are you know, playing at home as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So I think I can see him at least getting a return, to be honest with you. I've gone for Buendia. As I've mentioned him a lot in this podcast, I really back him to have an amazing season. Six and a half million. uh, Villa hosting Watford, newly promoted. Obviously, not really sure how they're going to be, to be fair. And then Antonio uh, for West Ham against Newcastle. Um, He always does well against teams like that, doesn't he, really? Seven and a half million again. And then my final pick, Striker is Kelechi Iheanacho as um, Leicester host Wolves. Wolves have got new manager. Is it Bruno Larger? Larger, I think. Yeah. Never, never really heard of him to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I don't think Wolves are going to have a strong season. You see them finishing maybe like lower mid table. So I've just got and Iheanacho obviously scored against City, got the winner. So I think he'll probably start. And then might he hopefully he gets a return too. So overall that comes to thirty nine point five million. All right. Thank you for listening. Good luck for the start of the season and we'll be with you next week. Goodbye.